Howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Unprotected Sets captures the energy of a live comedy show and brings it directly to your ears. Part stand-up, part interview. You'll get an inside scoop into the tragically funny lives and minds of rising star comics. Real, raw, and funny. It's Unprotected Sets. I still don't know what the fuck Unsweet Tea is. That's how Southern, that is how Southern I am, right? My favorite people from the South, my favorite person in the world is from the South, my grandfather. You ever meet those people that like should be dead just based on how they live their life? Here's what I mean. My granddad is 94 years old, right? He's been drinking moonshine since he was like seven years old. Yeah, he's been chewing tobacco his whole life. I recently found out my 94-year-old granddad has a bullet in his left knee from a duel. I am Mia Jackson, and I'm a comic. I was working as an administrative assistant, but pursuing a corporate path just never really spoke to me. But then at the same time, I also loved comedy. I remember being 10 or 11, like, watching Comic View, watching Def Jam, watching all those shows. Secretly, I would go, this is, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna be a stand-up comic. Like, that's, that's what I thought, but I didn't know how to ever do that. My parents, they were supportive, but I've had family members straight up just be like, I mean, but you went to college and you got a degree, so why would you, why would you pursue this? It was enough to make me go, okay, I'm gonna do it. This next comic is an Atlanta favorite. We love her so much. She's doing big things out there. Let's hear it right now from Miss Mia Jackson. Okay, so listen, I, I, I know that there are married people in here and I know that there's single people in here, but I realize that like people don't really talk about this group and uh, I just want to know where are the people who are dating, but the shit is not going anywhere. Like where are y'all at? Cause there we go. Who are y'all leaving? Like we just reached the impasse. This shit is it. Like who, who was like tonight was the night we was going to work the shit out, but this is not the time. We'll talk about it later. But I almost got married at one point. I did, and um, I do, okay, I was engaged, and I will say this, like, like I missed that time in my life because people were, were nice to me. And I went to the University of Georgia, so I know a lot of white people, which is fine. Uh, I, no, I don't want you to feel triggered because I said white, because sometimes when I say white, people be like, ooh, how the fuck you gonna say white? And I'm like, like that, white. So, <laughs> just a description, it's not a, it's not a judgment on you, but, um, one of my friends, when she found out, she was so happy and she was just like, oh my God. She's like, where are you getting married? And I was like, you know, probably right here in Atlanta. And she's like, no, I know a beautiful place in South Georgia and it is the most awesome, beautiful plantation. No, no, nope. You're a bad white friend, okay? Why would you make that suggestion? 
But then she tries to sell me on the benefits and she was like, well, during the cocktail hour, your guests can roam free. <laughs> Bitch. I'm, I'm free now. Like, right now. I mean, I don't know how long, but for now. And then she goes, but here's the best part, girl. They don't even throw rice, they throw cotton. What? No, 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 no. I was like, you just offered me the slave package. All right? Like, like, I don't want this in my life. But then I got out of the relationship and um, I had to try to flirt with people. And I'm not a good flirter. Like, I don't have the voice for it. I got this twang, you know, so, and I just, I just don't have a sultry voice. And I also have real bad allergies. And so, um, <laughs> right, you can't flirt with dudes. You can't be walking up to them being like, hey, how you doing? <clears throat> <laughs> What you what, what is your name? What you say? Your, okay. Like nobody, nobody, nobody wants that. All right. This is what I learned. It don't matter how big your titties are if your nose is running. Okay. Like nobody, nobody cares. They don't. They don't care. They don't. And uh, I never know when people are trying to flirt with me. Can never tell. I can never tell. So. One day, I'm at the gym, right? I'm on the treadmill. I got it turned all the way up to zero. But um, <laughs> I do that for the resistance, so I'm just kind of like trying to build up my butt. But um, I, uh, I tripped and I fell off the machine, okay? So I got up real fast and I ran to another section to make it seem like I was circuit training. So I just, <laughs> just started, you know, running around the room, just picking up random shit, you know? So. I just picked up some weights because I'm embarrassed. Like, hopefully nobody, nobody saw me. But then this guy starts looking at me and I'm like, oh shit, I got to start body rolling to entice him. So I'm kind of like. <laughs> and he started pointing and I was like, um, I was like, oh, are you, are you looking at my legs? And he was like, yeah, because it's, it's bleeding. Um, <laughs> I just saw you bust your ass across the room. So, like, you need to clean that shit up. That's unsanitary, so. <sighs> I was too scared to work out at first in front of people, so I just did it at home. I did um, the original P90X. Is anybody familiar with that? It's an intense workout program that's designed to kill your ass at home. So, um, I don't know if, do you know? Okay. So I did the original P90X, and on day number two, there is a man with a prosthetic limb. Oh, right, and, and it's, it's right. Thanks, it's real, it is real. It is very real. It's inspirational as shit, okay? It is, it's so inspirational, but I could not make it through the program, okay? Like, I got both my legs and I couldn't do it, okay? But this dude is fucking killing it. He's killing it, but I'm on the floor, okay? I got my inhaler. I'm looking at pictures of my grandma like, I'll see you soon, Mima, okay? But I'm gonna tell you this. When you have passed out on the floor and you've lost oxygen, it's amazing how clear life becomes to you because that's when I realized that fake legs don't get tired. So that's how I got my confidence back. So I was like, in your face, P90X. Hey, 
Howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. I was born and raised in Columbus, Georgia. My parents are still there. My sister's still there. The bulk of my family, like pretty much everybody's in Georgia. I graduated from the University of Georgia and I thought I was going to be a dentist or an architect or a psychologist. It felt like, oh, well, this is the thing that you're supposed to do. But I always knew I kind of wanted to do something creative. I wanted to try stand up. And uh, one of my coworkers, I'm telling her, like, I'm going to do comedy. I'm going to go. And she's like, you should go. Go to the open mic. The first time I ever got on stage, it was in Athens, Georgia, and um, it's still a blur. Like, I remember talking, I remember people laughing, I remember thinking, I can't not do this, I have to do this. Early in comedy, I was on the road a lot. I've performed at comedy clubs, I've performed at biker bars, I've performed at colleges. I've done any and everything you can you can think of. Being a woman comic is always that extra thing of having to, to prove myself. People are like, you're a woman doing comedy. People would assume stuff like, oh, she must be the girlfriend of some guy that's here. She's coming to support. Isn't she a good girlfriend? You know, I'll have people come up to me after shows and go, I wasn't going to come because I saw your face on the website, but you were actually funny. Sometimes with guy comics, they almost think you're their assistant because you're a woman. Women comics get ignored quite a bit because no one ever sees us, you know? And on the inside, I'm kind of like, why am I here? So, um... It's tough to it's tough to fight through sometimes. <laughs> oh man, listen, I I'm so happy because this is my job. Like this is what I do. This is this is what I do. Okay, this is that's exciting, and uh, I get to travel so much. Like so, I've been to some cool places. Like in the past year, I've been to Jamaica. I went to Belize. I went to West Virginia. <laughs> I, uh, I, um, it is a hate crime waiting to happen. Um, I don't know if anybody's been. But um, no, actually, I just spent seven days in Alabama. Seven. Thank you, thank you. No, seven days in Alabama, and uh, I was really inspired. I uh, wrote a screenplay based on my experiences, and it's called One Week a Slave. So um, this is the real reason I did not like being there. I got pulled over twice in three days twice and people do not think their profiling is real i'm here to tell you the shit is real okay so like the first time i got pulled over it was because i hit somebody so you know i was like <laughs> i was like i get it <laughs> i was like okay <laughs> makes sense <laughs> i was like this dude is just doing his job you know what i'm saying like like because apparently in alabama pedestrian lives matter um <laughs> Not, not, not to me, because I hit people. But the second time, it was for a bullshit reason. Like, I was in this neighborhood that had cars and houses and yards, so I looked suspicious. And um, full disclosure, I drive a Toyota Camry, okay? And I've had nothing but problems since I got the car. It's, it's nothing mechanical. It's just that cops don't think that it's mine. So, like... And I've been pulled over enough. Like, I know how it's supposed to go. Like, they're supposed to ask for your license and registration before they shoot. But, um, 
What, did I lie? Did I? Okay. All right. Um, so, but this is what this dude said. He was like, um, is this your car? And I was like, who the fuck will lie about owning a Camry? Okay. <laughs> I was like, anybody can have one if you try hard enough. All right. <laughs> like, this is the participation trophy of cars. Okay. <laughs> like, they give these bitches to everybody. You get this or a Honda Accord. It's one of the two. Like, let me have my moment. What? And I got offended, and so I was just like, wow, like, this dude don't think I could have anything, so I kind of stepped outside of myself, and I was just like, hey, listen, uh, bitch, first of all, um, I said, if I am guilty of anything, and that's anything at all, it's just being a black woman in America who wanted great miles per gallon on the highway, so that's why I got this car, so you can kiss my ass. Um, Okay, I didn't, I didn't say that at all because uh, there was nobody around with a cell phone to record. So, um, you just got to pick and choose your battles, all right? Now, I do love my car because a few years ago I got into a car accident and my car got totaled, but it was fine because at the time I ended up getting this brand new addiction to Vicodin. And, um, I, listen, I didn't even drive anymore. I fucking floated, all right? Like, I just... Mm, I was like, this feels good. This feels, this feels right. Yeah, I feel great. Mm, mm. Like, I kept trying to get hit to keep my prescription going, so... I'm just, I'm just saying. But this is what I ended up buying. I actually bought, at the time, I bought a 2008 Saturn Mistake. And... Um, <laughs> Uh, is it, oh, you must be familiar. Okay, all right. See, th there was a time where Saturns used to be cool. Like, they would meet in the mountains of Tennessee. They would talk about the shit, you know. It'd be exciting. But then GM took over production, and, like, they kind of went down a little bit. But I will say this about my car. It was beautiful. It had a sunroof. It had leather interior and this light that would stay on to let me know the engine was there. So, um, it's very fancy. Like, really, really fancy. Right, yeah. Like, I would get in the car sometimes. I'd be like, who the fuck took my engine? Like, where, who, where is it? Like, who took it? But, um car kept breaking down like it kept breaking down on the highway and I was like oh shit this is a defect it's not a feature okay <laughs> and I took it back to the dealership and I was like um hey you know the car keeps shutting down and they were like oh well that happens in newer cars like if you don't turn the gas cap tight enough that'll happen they were like did you click it once or did you click it twice and I was like I don't know Glinda the good witch um <laughs> if I click it three times and say there's no place like home where this bitch start working because you're a horrible fucking mechanic and that's horrible advice. Hey, howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.
One of the things that happened that kind of, I guess, turned the tide for me a little bit is that uh, I ended up working with Amy Schumer. She is the biggest mentor that I have in comedy. I actually met her at the punchline. Like, I was hosting for her, and uh, we, you know, met. We worked that whole weekend, and I remember her saying to me, she was like, you really are a comic. It's a really different experience when you work with other women comics just because we understand the challenges that other people just, well, other people, men, don't understand. She's been really helpful as far as, like, you know, introducing me to people and just, like, looking over my set and if I'm about to do anything or, like, if I think I'm going to be on a show or just anything, I'm going to be in a festival. I'm like, hey, question, what do you think about this? Like, what do you think about that? And there were so many things where I would tell stories privately and she was like, why don't you talk about that on stage? I'm like, huh, you think that story is funny? And then I would go, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try it anyway. I realized the more I started talking about things that... I felt really passionate about the things that really, really happened, the better my comedy got. It was something about that switch. My confidence changed, and then I was just like, I can do whatever I want. I feel really empowered. It's been really cool. <laughs> One of my favorite things to do, I love going to Target. I went to Target recently, and when I got to the register, the girl was like, hey, you're a woman. And I was like, bitch, you're observant. Um, <laughs> And she was like, well, can I ask you a question? So I'm thinking she's gonna ask me like, hey, where'd you get your hair attached? But no, no. <laughs> this grown woman, dead ass serious, was like, how do you know when you're ovulating? <laughs> and I was like, ma'am, we are in Target. Um, <laughs> you can have that kind of conversation at Walmart, okay? Like, we don't, <laughs> we don't talk like that here. This is Target, bitch, okay? Like, Tajay is classy, okay? But uh, I actually did not know the answer, um, so I felt bad. I felt bad, like I feel like as a woman, I should have been able to tell her something, so I just look at her and I was just like, girl, you can feel the eggs when they drop. Um, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, all right? But she looked at me with confidence, so I dug deep and I was like, are you familiar with the Price is Right game, Plinko? Because um, <laughs> the eggs are clank, 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 and if it hits zero, you're pregnant. <laughs> and she looked at me and she said, thank you. And I was like, holy shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, she needs me to guide her. Um, I don't know where you are financially in life, but I'm gonna assume things are going well. I'm a comedian, so things don't, they're not always great. That's why I try to like think of things I can do to make money. So recently, um, okay, let me tell you this first. Okay, so I feel like a very morally grounded person, okay? I do not do illegal substances, and I don't judge people who do, but I don't do them. But I do like sweets. And recently somebody offered me a weed brownie, and I was like, decisions, decisions, you know? <laughs> like. Do I say no to drugs or yes to dessert? So, uh, yeah, I uh, ate the whole fucking thing. Um, got paranoid as shit, okay? And I started going, oh shit, they are starting to make weed legal. What if they start making brownies illegal? Like, oh shit, oh shit. I gotta open up a back alley bakery, okay? I gotta start selling dime bags of brownie mix. But in my paranoia, this is where the money making started coming in. I'm like, 
Did they make edibles for other drugs? Because I never heard anybody be like, you know what, I want meth sickles. Like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, like there might be some dude outside right now being like, I already don't have teeth. These are so easy to eat. This, this shit is cool on my gums. Listen, there is money to be made. Okay? Okay. Hear me out here. Let's say you are a person who likes heroin, but you also like cookies. Smackaroons. What? Huh? Huh? Hmm? Yeah, that's right. Or, or you like candy and you like ecstasy. Mike and Ike and Molly. What? Huh? Huh? Or Molly Ranchers. This is our business. We do what the fuck we want. Right? Yeah. I also was a store cop at one point. I don't know if you know what a, do you know what a store, okay. So store cops are supposed to, you know, stop people from stealing, but it is so hard to give a fuck about shit that don't belong to you. So, so hard, like I, so, so hard. And uh, the people that worked there were intense. Like they treated us like, like we were in the FBI, they would be like, listen, will you go out there in the field? And I was like, bitch, this Macy's, okay? Like, you, you need to calm yourself down, okay? You need to calm down. But they trained us to actually stop people that carried guns, but they didn't give us shit, okay? Like, I had a, I had a plastic badge, okay? And... One day this guy was stealing and then they were just like, you, you gotta go out there, you gotta stop him. And I was like, no, um, I'm not, not gonna do that. Um, but I, I did, I went and it's all like I had to confront the dude and I was just like, uh, <clears throat> hey sir, I was like, how do you plan on paying for that shirt? And he was like, you know, with this gun. And I was like, oh, let me introduce you to our fall line. Um, this... Well, that's it for me, guys. I'm Mia Jackson. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Keep it going for Mia Jackson. Comedy wasn't supposed to be my job. That's the path that I decided I wanted to take. I could never stop doing comedy, but also I have to keep doing it because there's a girl somewhere that's like, how do I start or who do I look up to? And I'm like, it would be cool for somebody to go, oh, well, she was able to do it, so I should be able to do it too. You know, so that's the kind of thing for the little girls, all of them. <laughs> I want people to know that this is my thing. I love it. I want people to know I'm funny. That's what I am, that's who I am. I'm a comic. Hey, howdy do y'all? I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. 
You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.